Some of the Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they asked, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, that the man must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman who died childless. And the second, and then the third married her. And in the same way, the seven brothers married her, who eventually died and left no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, they asked, whose wife will she be, since she was married to all seven? Jesus replied, the people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. And they can no longer die, for they are like angels. They are God's children since they are children of the resurrection. In the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the dead shall rise, for he called out to the Lord of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob who had come, um, who were to come. He is not the God of the dead, but in fact God of the living, for to him all are alive. And some of the teachers of the law responded, Well said, teacher. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. And that is the word of God for the people of God today. Thanks be to God. Let's pray, please. Oh God, speak to me that I may hear and through me that we all may hear. And having heard this, your word for us today, make us doers of it and not hearers only. For it's in Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to grab my water here. I was cheering at a football game all afternoon yesterday. So if my voice is a little bit raspy, you can blame the demon deacons for losing. I was traveling this past summer through an airport, and as I was flying and landing places and taking off, it came across my mind and made me think about how our life very much in this world is like an airport, if you will. Every day there are people that are coming into the world, being born and being birthed into the world. And every day there are people that are leaving this life, this world, that are passing on, going on before us. There are arrivals and departures, if you will, just like at an airport. I always like that story about the, the commercial airline pilot who one day as he was coming in and landing at an airport really, really hammered the landing hard. I mean, touched down, maybe slammed down is a little better word. He was, he was anxious and a little worried because his airline required that at the end of every flight, the captain, the person responsible for the flight, had to stand at the doorway and greet the people as they were exiting, thanking them for flying XYZ Airline and greeting them a, a good day. He was anxious because he just knew the comments were going to be coming about the landing that he had just hammered. And so sheepishly, he stood there, not much eye contact, 
took it all, the salt and the, the vinegar that people had to give about the rough landing, and finally he thought he was over it until this old lady with the cane is at the end of the line, and she walks up and picks up her cane and says, Sonny, can I ask you a question? And he said, yes, ma'am. She said, did we just land or were we shot down out of the air? <laughs> well, in jest this morning, but for the greater point, those of you that have gone through transitions in life over the past year that we remember today on this All Souls Day, those of you that have had arrivals in your life, and those of you that have had departures, know that the rest of us recognize, and we know that it's been a hard landing for you in many ways. There's great joy and great things to celebrate by a life well lived and by a newborn coming into the world. And yet, there is stress and, and anxiety and pain and angst that comes with saying hello to new ones and farewell to old ones. And it is by God's grace that we're able to celebrate today in a service of worship of this great God who enables us to see beyond the shadows of the brevity of life and to be able to celebrate it because we know that life never ends. Luke's gospel is especially interesting today, isn't it? The passage I chose for you was a question thrown out at Jesus by the Sadducees. And in his answers to it, Jesus reminds us of some important things on this All Souls Day. And the first of those is that the commitment of family is very important. Family is essential in life and having people to support and stand by us and be there for us through, through good times and bad uh, is what makes life worth living. Well, at least makes a lot of our life worth living. There's something about the commitment to family, knowing that we have someone that's going to be there and stand with us when everyone else is too busy to do so, that, that really helps us to feel whole and valuable and loved and worthwhile. And Jesus affirms that in the passage today when the Sadducees asked him the question about the seven brothers marrying the same woman. You might have thought that's pretty crazy. Who in the world would want to do that? The woman or the man? And yet it was in the Jewish law of the Old Testament that Jesus and, and these religious groups of his day were operating out of. And it was the bounden duty of a brother to take the wife of his brother who died. The reason so much was not to treat a woman like property to pass from one person to another, but rather to, to be a way by which no one would be widowed and left without an ability to have food to eat and a place to live. The same was true for orphans, people without children, without parents in the biblical world. God's law was intended for that, to provide justice and provide stability for all of God's people so that they weren't left in the lurch in times of need. And if you have had a departure or an arrival in your life this year, I hope that you have known and been reminded that family is a source of strength in a time of need. Sometimes when we lose someone that we love especially, there's a, 
a big gap, if you will, a loss of someone in our family that plays a certain role. And we miss them greatly, not just because they're gone from our sight and gone on to be with the Lord, but because, because their role is gone and we have to step up and figure out new ways to do things that they have done in the past. Family relations struggle when there is a departure in the family. And parents, while newborn parents, if you've had kids before, if you have grandkids, you know the stress that comes with that, just the late nights of feeding and all of the energy that is required in that humbling act of putting your children before yourself and putting your life on hold in order to provide their needs. Family is necessary and a blessing and a gift for us in the transitions of life, and Jesus recognizes and acknowledges that. In Jesus' answer, he also reminds us about resurrection and about heaven, and what a great thing to hear today for those that have lost loved ones, to remember there is a place where, where they are in the hands of Almighty God, have gone to be uh, in that place, awaiting for the fulfillment of resurrection. What a gift it is and what a hope it is to see beyond this world of flesh and blood and of material things to, to be able to grasp the greater reality that Jesus came to teach. Now, an interesting thing about these Sadducees, and this is a group within Judaism, within, within the Jewish faith, in Jesus' faith family, they, they did believe in resurrection. Why then were they asking the question about, about who's, wife the woman would be in the resurrection when they did not believe in it some scholars say well they were trying to trip up jesus or trick him or make him look foolish if you will or maybe even poking fun at this idea this new new paradigm that jesus was coming to introduce to the world that life was not just about living and dying and that's all but there was a greater reality that there is a place a place of origin from which we come and to which we return. And Jesus came to proclaim that God's kingdom was alive and well here on earth by God's presence, but also a place to where we go to rest eternally in faith. Jesus said resurrection in heaven is essential, and he not only taught it, but he, he lived it. He died for it, and he was raised at Easter to prove it. We're wise to remember the gifts of heaven and resurrection at times such as this, and to count each and every day in this life to be the gift that God has created it to be. That's the last thing we hear in what Jesus is saying. He reminds us to live each day as the gift it is. Life is short. The brevity of it is is quicker than sometimes we wish it were. But we remember as we go through our days that God is not just the God of the dead, but God of the living as well. God is with us here in this place and here in this life. Do you hear that? That God holds us in the palm of the divine hand even before we come into this world? A precious soul placed into a 
a body that is conceived to come and, and live it out. God holds us in the divine hand our every day as we go through, no matter what our struggles are, our joys and celebrations, even when we feel like we can't keep on keeping on by God's divine hand of grace, He lifts us up. And even as we slip from this life into the next and, and say farewell to this flesh and blood when we have finished our race of faith, we know that God never lets go but continues to hold us in the palm of that divine hand as we move in to the ever after. And so we gather today to celebrate this All Souls Sunday, remembering that, that God loves us, creates us, and receives us unto Himself when, when our course in this life is done. And all that we can really do is to give thanks to God and live a life of gratitude in His grace. It is by faith that Jesus said we, we receive that gift of heaven. And it is through His offering, His hand to us, to come and follow Him and to trust in His grace and to know His friendship and His love. It's God's love shown through Him that transforms us and changes us for the good. That gives to us the ability and the desire to, to be there for people when they need us the most and to have the confidence and blessed assurance to live each day in this life so that we can confidently go into the next and know that there is no worry and no fear. So, all of this we celebrate today in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.